welcome to Connected, episode 364. One more away from 365, but one newer than 363. It's how this works. It's made possible by our sponsors, Pingdom, Text Expander, and StoryWorth. My name is Stephen Hackett, and I am joined by Mr. Federico Vitici. Hello, and welcome to Connected 364, which is one number less than 365. I've heard that. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I just realized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're also joined by Mike Early. Hello. In two weeks' time, we'll be able to say it's one more than 365. Man, what a system we've created for ourselves. How do we keep up with it? That will be the Leap episode. Oh, because it's 366. Mm-hmm. Wow. Numbers, right? Man. Well, you know, it's all calendar stuff. We know how much you love that, so... Do love calendars. I got the. I got <laughs> shout the, out! Shout out to the old episode of Connected, uh, Stephen for calendars. That's a, oh, an all an all time great title from from the back catalog of the show. Man, that is that was so prophetic, dude. It's prompt it? fifty six. Wow. Okay. Stephen for calendars. How long did it take you to actually make a calendar after we prophesized that you would be a calendar? Well, that episode was in 2014, so it took seven years. Man, you need to you need to hurry up with can that. I, can I read the description for this episode? Uh, yes, please. Mike, Federico, and Stephen follow up on Sherlocking mm. and discuss photo management in the light of the upcoming Photos app from Apple. Upcoming Photos app. Sounds about right. Then Mike shares his experience with Android Wear, and the weekly pick sound effect gets played for the first time in ages. Weekly pick sound effect? Remember that? We used, to, we used to pick apps every week. Weekly pick. <laughs> weekly, weekly picks. What I like is the idea it was called weekly picks, but we hadn't done it in a while. Maybe we should bring it back. <laughs> Let us know if you want us to bring it back. Psh, weekly picks. Weekly picks. Psh, weekly picks. <laughs> Can we do it in Italian? Pick settimanale. Oh, man, there's a bunch of broken <laughs> links in these show notes. It's sad. Yeah. There's a link called Mike and Hats, and it's mikehats.tumblr.com. Why is that a thing that existed? It's just a bunch of photoshopped images. I think because we were doing mic chats. For a while, I was blogging on Tumblr about your typos, and then somebody made Mike Hats. Wow. This is incredible. Oh, there's a bunch of images of me wearing... Photoshopped a, hats. Uh, no, there's a bunch of images that I've, for some reason, taken of me wearing a pebble watch or something, like of a color screen. Where can I find this? Okay, my cat. This is all in the show notes of this episode. My cat. Wow. Uh, wow. It's like a different okay. time back then. Tally ho, Joe. So mm-hmm. much gold. Oh, why things? There's both of you as Mario and Luigi there. <laughs> What's going on here? Oh, Android Wear, <laughs> Kate has pointed out. Yeah, I don't remember ever owning an Android Wear watch. But <laughs> apparently... No one does. That was something that I did. Oh, there's a link to the potato salad Kickstarter. Do you remember that? Nope. Yeah. Wow. Can okay. we just get on with the show now? I, Please. I, I think we've done the best we can do already. We start the show with follow-up. Follow-up. Let's talk about what iPhones we ordered, because orders went up on Friday. I think at least a couple of us ordered something. Mike, what did you get? Exactly what I wanted. Gold. Actually, that's incorrect, what I just said. Uh Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, you need to explain how you're bad at the Apple Store app. (laughs) I did it wrong again. Well, at least I think I did it wrong. In my mind, I wanted a 256-gigabyte gold 13 Pro Max, and I ordered a 512-gigabyte 
gold 13 Pro Max. And I don't remember. Maybe, like, I've, I don't remember. I thought I only needed 256, but obviously a part of me thought that I needed a 512. I don't know if I need 512, but it's what I have ended well, up with. Get your phone and look. Let's, let's. What do you mean? Look at the storage you're using on your phone now. Oh, no, it's nowhere near enough. Like, I, I'm nowhere near the 256, so I don't know why I did any of this stuff, but it's just okay. what I've done. I'm, I'm using 168 gig of... Oh, I have a 512 phone now. Why? Why do I do this? <laughs> I have, I'm have. i using 168 gigabytes of storage space on my so phone. So maybe you thought, which, oh, I can go down because I'm using yeah, photos in the cloud or but, whatever. But then I didn't. Hmm. So... I have ordered a phone. I'll be picking it up on Friday, and I'm very excited about it. Okay. We're going to talk about iPhone reviews later on in the episode. Yeah. Did you order one? I did. I did the 13 Pro Max, and my wife talked me into Sierra Blue. So it's the first time I've had a non-basically black or white phone. You got a case? Other than the blue Tenar that I reviewed a couple years ago, which I really liked. Mm. So... What case color did you get? Uh, the Midnight, which is, uh, it came yesterday, and it looks like the black leather case in sort of on its own, but when you put mm-hmm. it next to the black leather case, it's very clear there's some blue mixed in. Very, right. very, very dark blue. So it's I think yeah. it's going to look nice with the Sierra Blue. It's kind of a... It's probably going to be a good match, yeah. Uh, you know, just blue vibing. Yeah, I didn't order a case. You went caseless this year, right? Yep. Survived the entire time. I bought a new pop socket. How does that feel? Not to break a phone. Fantastic. Weird. Actually. And also easy. I I didn't do anything different. I just used my phone. I feel like one of us is very quiet at the moment. Mm. Are you looking at me? Yeah. I'm not looking at you, but I am. I, am I can see you right now. You. Mm. Okay, I'm looking at you. Why? I've done nothing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I just I, I kind of want to. I've ordered an iPhone. I've ordered an iPhone. I'm not Have telling you? you about it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You never know. What do you mean? Yeah, no. Have I ordered an iPhone? Yeah. Have I? Ordered, I don't know. Maybe. I don't. Know, who knows? Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. No, I've not. I'm not. I'm sorry. No, I've not ordered an iPhone. I just didn't have the time for it, man. It's. Um, I was busy. Mm-hmm. I, d- I don't have a new iPhone. Mm. I didn't get one. Mm-hmm. I'm not waiting for one. Like I, I, I just this is like when I forgot to pre-order the PS5, and then the PS5 came out, and I realized I wanted the PS5. Yeah, you know. So I called my guy, and I got a PS5. So you're gonna you're gonna call your guy and get an iPhone, huh? Yeah, Eddie. I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call Eddie and say. I mean, maybe. My guy. Who knows? Come Who on. knows of you? I mean, we're going to be talking about the iPad Mini that you've had for a few days later on in the episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Who knows what you end up with these days? I don't know. I don't even know. But I can tell you that I did not order an iPhone. But if I were to order an iPhone, were to? <laughs> this is what okay. I would order. If yeah. I were to order an iPhone, I would get like the 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 five twelve uh, Starlight. Maybe is there Starlight hmm. for the Pro? Pro Max Starlight Five Twelve. Yeah, I think it's actually just silver, but um, silver. But no, then maybe the dark one. Then yeah, Mary got the Starlight Mini. That's what she opted for with the pink case. It's so confusing to remember which 
colors now. They've made it harder to understand. Yeah, it's the 13 and the watches have like the new names and new colors. And the iPad mini and the 13 Pro have the old boring colors. Yeah, it's Sierra Blue, Silver, Gold, Graphite. That's the Pro colors. Sierra Blue, blue, fake color. Silver, silver, no. Graphite. Gold and graphite? Uh, What's a graphite like? It's confusing. Very confusing. Uh, You can indeed turn off ProMotion. We now have this from a reliable source who has had the phone. Uh, Dieter Bone of The Verge uh, tweeted, you can turn off the variable refresh rate, and that setting is found in accessibility. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah, told you. Some people were upset that you didn't have public proof of your point and that we gave you the point anyways. I thought we covered this in the show that we trusted you and your information, but some people didn't think that was enough. Luca was correct. Luca was correct, so... No, you see, the whole whole reason behind this is because it wasn't a big claim. It wasn't a big... Like, if if you had claimed something completely, like, off the wall, we never would have given you the point. Like, it just wouldn't have happened without the proof. Well, I mean, at this point, though, if I'm saying something with absolute certainty... I like to think that I have, not to say some authority, but, you know, like, I know what I'm talking about. So, if I cannot share public proof, it's because I cannot share public proof, but... Yeah, but you don't get that anymore because the rules are going to change, so... Yeah, sure, sure, but the people who are upset, like, I'm sorry, this how this is how things work, so... Worked. They won't work like that anymore. For the Rickies, anyway. Uh, I mean, you can say whatever you can. You can say whatever you want on on Twitter. We'll find a loophole. We'll find a loophole. I'm Italian. I will find a loophole. So no, I don't think you understand. There's significant rules to stop loopholes. No, I don't think you understand. Uh, well, I am the current reigning champion, so I think I understand something. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Okay. Yeah, Federico, do you remember? Do you remember when he wanted to make his own rule to make it easier to hold power? Do you remember that? Yeah, I wanted to make. Yeah, I wanted to make a rule uh-huh. to become a dictator, basically. Yeah. So yeah. It's, well, yeah. I still, no, got, I still got my time. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at that! It's labeled exactly like I told you it was gonna be labeled. Thank you, Jason Snell, in the Discord for pasting a screenshot. So. Hmm. I'm sorry, but this is how things work. When I know things, I say things. And uh, in the oh, future, yeah. we'll you're, find you're a loophole. You're incredibly so. tricky to predict setting. Wow. Still, you won because of a coin flip. So, Yeah, and you got no. a point because of a technicality. Hey, look, at least I lost, honestly. Don't, no, you can't come in with that. You just lost because you lost. That's just how that works. But I lost with integrity. I'd rather lose with integrity than win by cheating. Who cheated? Both of you. No, nobody cheated. Cheat. Everyone cheated. Cheat. Nobody cheated. But me. Didn't. Because you lost. I mean, the, the numbers speak for themselves, I think. That you lost? If I hadn't lost, I would have won, but y'all won, so I had to be the loser. It's just how it works. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't like this. This is this is not good. I don't, I'm not a fan of this, this, this reasoning that you're putting forward. Okay. Well, that's fine. Can I open that package yet? Nope. No, but fe- but you need to text with me, Federico, every day for him to go to the post office uh, because it's really killing me that that thing's just sitting there. Okay, you also need to write for me on my behalf my section for Max Stories Weekly. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. You know what? Okay. Yeah. Do you all right for okay. you. Okay. So you can you can you write my. You want what I will write for you? No, no, no. You have to write like me 
Oh, that's easy. But you do it. It's a me. <laughs> wow. Sure. Okay. Pasta. Hey. Pasta. That's what you think. Espresso. Sure. Sure. What else? Final Markdown? Fantasy. Okay. That's what. That's what. That's, that. Oh, I reviewed an iPad Mini by hacking a Nintendo ROM onto it. Okay. Well, it's so a me. you. This is like a whole tag cloud that you have for me. So yeah. like keywords uh-huh. that make me yeah. that make you it's think a, it's of more me. of okay. a mood board to be honest. A mood board, okay. <laughs> a Federica mood board. I love <laughs> it. Federica mood board. A okay, Federica so mood pasta, board. espresso, iPads, uh, Final what Fantasy. Did you say Final Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo ROM. What else? Nintendo Come ROM. On. What else could we get in there? Uh, Zelda. Yes. Zelda. Yeah, there, are obvi- there are some obvious candidates in the tech. Good Boys Beach. Um, Good Boys. Oh, the dogs. Uh, yeah, snakes. Just any- Wait, what? Snakes in the ISP. What? Or just oh, okay, general yeah, internet problems. General. My ISP is okay. down. On fire. Um, yeah. That's another. That's another old old reference. <laughs> Catherine yeah. says Metroid Prime. Yes. Metroid Prime's <laughs> good. Uh, anything Pokemon related. Competitive Pokemon. I mean, you're just thinking of video games, though. Like, you're not. All right. Yeah, but I mean, that's your stuff. that's your your thing, you know? That's my deal. Right? That's, that's a big deal. part of you. It's yeah, what's like your this. deal, Federico? What's <laughs> your deal? <laughs> what is your deal? Dax. Yeah. Dax. Oh, yeah. Headphones. Just like, look at my headphones. Oh, I have more headphones. Have you seen yes. my headphones? Yes. These are my new headphones. Hey, look yes. at these headphones. <laughs> these yeah. are all individual things. I got a cable. Do you want to see the cable? Okay. I like the Echo now. I like Siri now. I like the Echo okay. now. <laughs> I have nine HomePods. I have no HomePods. <laughs> I have all the HomePods. I prank my mother who loves me more than anything in the world. Uh-huh. Does she? Mm, okay. Uh, moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about St. Jude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Great idea. Let's I'm going to I'm gonna read you a number right now, and I want y'all's reaction to this number. You ready? Okay. $527,227.64. Well, that's what... The Relay FM community has raised for St. Jude this far into September. And we still got over a week to go. I feel like it could be more. You know? This is what I was going to say. It's incredible, but come on. They could do more, right? We could do more. What's this? Five, two, seven, two, two. Come on. You know, That's, my dad uh, you said know. that we would hit 600, and I told him I didn't think that was possible. And, uh, you know, prove him right is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't know about that. I don't know about 600. He's a dreamer, you know. Uh, We've only got eight days left. That's a lot of money. That's 10 grand a day. Yeah, but there's a lot of people out there. I know how many people have donated. I know how many people listen to our shows. That's true. There's a lot of y'all who haven't donated yet. And look, you don't have to donate (laughs) $26,000 like 1Password did. I certainly can't donate that. I know hardly anyone who can. But 10 bucks, 20 bucks, 50 bucks, 100 bucks, getting your company to match it to double your money for free just with an email. There's lots of things you can do to get involved in this campaign. And there's still time. Mm-hmm. Stjude.org slash relay is where you want to go to do that. Mm-hmm. That's where you want to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. The podcastathon is live on YouTube. So, you know, settle in for a cool eight hours with your buddies and, uh, and watch that. Uh, I will just say that I got the CEO of Allsack, which is St. Jude's fundraising organization. I got him to do something that I don't think anyone thought I was going to ask him to do, and he did it. So A very important person. Yes, Fate smiled on us perfectly. And yes. We got him to perform an act of uh, 
barbary? Would that be it? It's uh, like computer aggression. Computer aggression. <laughs> it invo- it involved safety goggles, which they made me hand him. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, you can check that out. Uh, but, I mean, seriously, there's still lots of time left. Uh, please go donate if you haven't. If you have donated and you want to donate again because you feel guilty about buying an iPad mini and a new phone, you should go do that. And the reason we do all of this is because St. Jude treats kids with cancer, including my oldest son, with the best treatment on the planet, and they do it without charging the families a single thing. Nothing. So nothing for treatment, nothing for scans, Nothing for doctor's visits, nothing for physical therapy, nothing for if you need uh, a brace or dentistry work or an eye doctor. All of that stuff is all paid for. Food is paid for. Travel Travel. is paid for. And it's because people like y'all donate every year. And so you should go get on board with that. It's a real honor and a privilege, truly, to be able to talk about this and do it. Uh, But we still got eight days left, so we want to... Keep seeing that number go up. Mike, this may be a good time to tell people what we're going to do on Sunday because we unlocked a stream way back at $325,000 that we are going to do uh, this weekend. So this Sunday at noon Eastern, noon U.S. Eastern time, um, I'm going to be opening up a video iPod and replacing the battery and the hard drive at flash drive with an ssd yeah it has a hard drive now yeah and we're going to put a an sd card in it that's what i meant i said yeah. ssd i meant sd yeah uh i've never done anything like this before so steven's going to talk me through it i have all the tools you know it's not a keyboard right you know it's not a keyboard You're i i well i hoped it might be but i don't think it mm. is so that's that's mm-hmm. why i need steven's help if it was a keyboard i don't need no one's help but if it's uh if it's not a keyboard Don't I need help. me. I'm Mr. Keyboard. I'm Mr. Keyboard, hmm. Mr. Big Keyboard over here. Let's mm-hmm. do a mood board for Mike. Okay, it's okay. keyboards. Uh, keyboards, colors, stickers. <laughs> Beard products. <laughs> I don't really do stickers anymore, except my desk. Have you seen your desk? <laughs> yeah, but that was a Hold challenge. Hold on. Caramel macchiato. Caramel macchiato with extra foam or something. I did have yesterday. I had Starbucks. Ice latte. I had a caramel and maple sugar latte from starbucks it was ridiculous uh-huh f1 nintendo, nintendo switch mm-hmm. docked on the television because <laughs> he has weak hands weak boy hands <laughs> weak boy hands <laughs> pants 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 pens mm-hmm. watches watches mm-hmm. but really an apple watch that he's ashamed of public transit <laughs> takes the train <laughs> takes the train <laughs> <laughs> public transit? <laughs> what? I don't care about public transit. No, you do, I just you do, you need do. it. No, you take you. You love the train, man. We all do know. I? It. It's do. like saying food. Oyster card. That's also a thing. Yep, there you go. Yeah, the, that same wallpaper you use on all your devices. Yes. The Beverly Hills oh, Hotel. messy yeah. wallpapers. Messy wallpapers where you cannot read the labels of the icons. <laughs> what else? Multiple task apps. On your home screen? Multiple task apps. Um, listening to the same music albums over and over. Um, <laughs> that's almost mm, anybody our age. I don't think that's unique to Mike. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he listens to music that was cool in high school. Yeah, we all do. 
<laughs> yeah, it's difficult to be like I have a group chat with Federico and John. Where of course you do. We what? talk about video games. Look, because you don't care. All right. And yeah, it's called the Switchers, right? I know it. I've seen it in screenshots. I know I'm not yeah, in it. That exists. And every now and then there's music recommendations in there too. And Federico and John are very like they they listen to lots of new music. Yeah. And I'm just like, hey, have you heard this Titanic album from four years ago? I think it's really good. Yeah, I don't. Okay, I don't I listen to new music either. Uh, Scott Pilgrim. That's yeah. good. Yep. Company tattoos. <laughs> He's got two of those. That's true. I, I'm a company tattoo boy. Can company we do Steven tattoos. now? Oh, Steven is okay. Computers. Right? Old computers. Calendars. Uh, breaking devices. Lots of children. Accidents. <laughs> Lots of children. Just, accident. <laughs> Just general accidents to himself and things he owns. Anything can be broken. Hang on. We need to be really clear that you're separating having multiple children accidents we need to separate those two things just like just hey i don't know just separate those two things yeah i mean i mean you do you it's you know yeah yeah whatever you think man it's fine yeah yeah wheels just south (laughs) yes south south the southern things cannot eat anything Mm, oh yes all the intolerances gluten you know that's it gluten dairy dairy um, dairy just like all food, really. What what else? What else? Screams of Stephen. Um, having a mustache once a year. Mustache once a year, but but desperately wants to keep it, but no one will let him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. I when I think of Stephen, I think of bathtub. You take a lot of baths. Stephen right? loves a bath, I and mean, he loves to tell you. Yeah. He loves to tell you when he's had a bath. Yep. Sometimes I'll just text you. I'll be like, hey. I'm in the bath thinking thinking about y'all. He loves to tell you during the bath. Yeah. yeah. I'm in the tub, Kindle yep. in the tub, iPhone. Yep. And I bet the iPad mini is going to be a big tub computer for Steven. It's a big tub computer for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, have we taken a break yet? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> Settle in, I guess. <laughs> uh, what else? We're not done with Steven yet, though. Flip-flop. Flip-flop. That, that's flip-flop. kept for cutie. Big yeah. flip-flopper. Big flip-flopper. Milk. And the remembering of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Except can't consume um, it, but loves to remember There's it. a big one that y'all haven't mentioned that the live stream chat mentioned. No Ikea. That's a good one. <laughs> Too good for Calax. <laughs> yeah. That's one. Yeah. Uh, Dad jokes. We're going to put your mood board on a Calax. See what you think of yeah. that. <laughs> no. <laughs> put it on a calendar, hang out on a Calax. <laughs> um, Dog cow is a good one. Mm-hmm. I think that's it. I think you're roasted now. Oh, K-Base. Oh, yeah. K-Base. Yeah. Yeah. K-Base. K-Base of the week, baby. Yeah. I can't believe you still do that. Yeah. You know? I can tell you how many I've done. Give me a second. It's like, oh, Devon Think. Devon Think is also on the mood board. I'm opening Devon Think to tell you because I I pulled them all into a a group (laughs) that I search because sometimes I think, have I posted this before? And usually the answer is yes. You've definitely done it multiple times. But you know what, though, Stephen? Hmm. Only you know. Yeah, no one else knows. You could have just the same 52 and you just post them like once a week every year and see how long it would last before someone would recognize. It's 309. You posted 309. Wait, so how many years K-base of the week, yeah. That's uh, almost six years. I mean, that's a thing you've done there. I know. I'm, you know, nothing if not consistent. Yep. Mostly with my hair style and facial hair. You are not consistent with your facial hair. Get out of town. All your hairstyle. I got a little breaking news. I made a promise on the podcastathon. The hair thing reminded me of it. I made a promise on the podcastathon that I was going to up the ante for the 
shave or save. Oh my god, I meant to ask you about that. And I didn't. I just you never I just revealed for, it. I just forgot about it. Like it wasn't me yeah. hiding. It was just like I mean, look. At the end of eight hours, you're lucky to remember your own name, let yeah, alone something you rough. said on the air four hours before. So we're doing this thing, um, save or shave. If you donate now, you can go vote. And uh, right now, save the mustache is winning like two to one because it, it should. It's the best and it should be yeah. saved. John just texted me another thing for, for Steven's mood board. He uh-huh. just sent me a message that says, trucks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel like that could have been like south bracket trucks yeah know? sure like sure. i feel like that kind of went together i ordered a tool to fix something on my truck just this morning i just got a dm from jason that said trucks and k-base hack it mm-hmm. so yeah everyone yeah. everyone except me and federico knows you as truck boy i guess mm. big truck boy big truck boy we ready to move on no, okay, you never so. said it's it. Like, it's like eight p.m. You never said the thing. What's the? Th- what are you upping the ante to? So for the last three years, we've done save or shave, where I grow my beard out for a while before the podcastathon, and then I shave it off and to a mustache. Uh, I think I want to keep that going because I think that's fun. But there was an idea for the podcastathon in 2020 that we couldn't do because of COVID. And I thought, you know what? If we get to do it in person next year, and I really think we'll be able to, we could come back to this idea. And the idea was that instead of just shaving the beard, <laughs> that I would also go for quite a long time without cutting my hair. Mm-hmm. Maybe a year. Maybe from the podcastathon. And then we have a barber come in and like give me varying hairstyles as the day goes on. Or me. Or someone who knows what they're doing you gotta do the whole professional like vintage barber stuff you know with the with the warm cloth yeah 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 and everything and the music that's how i that's what i do that's well not me personally but that i I have all that stuff done mike gets to pick the hairstyles matt says james says goodness i thought he was getting shaved more yes although the problem with that is the time that it takes to cut hair yeah but if we're both in person it's a long time you know, like we can... You'll just be in the barber chair the whole time. Yeah. I don't know. We're just going to think about it. I do like the idea of doing something with your hair. So growing your hair out for an entire year would be an interesting thing to see how that ends up next year. La- live tattoo could be fun. I'm just saying. Wow. Live tattoo. I'm not you sure know? I could get them to agree to that happening. <laughs> it could be fun. So I just want to up the ante. So maybe it's hair, maybe it's something else. You know, le- let us know. I'm leaning towards hair. I think you should grow your hair out and we'll see what we do. So as long as it was during the quarantine, like, you know, in 2020, uh, that was about six months. So if you go back and look at my old videos, uh, that was about six months and it was pretty long. So a year, it's going to be like, it's going to be ponytail time. So I look forward to seeing what you do of it. This episode of whatever this is, is brought to you by Pinkdom from SolarWinds. While you've been listening to Connected today, how would you know if your website had gone down? Would you know if your customers couldn't be clicking buy now or filling out your trial forms? You might stumble across the problem by luck. Someone may tweet at you about it, but at that point, you're already losing out on new customers. You need something to tell you that everything is running smoothly on your site, and more importantly, when it isn't. You need Pingdom. 
Pingdom detects around 13 million outages every month. That's more than 400,000 outages every day. That's a big, big number. And for as low as $10 a month, Pingdom helps make sure that you're not one of them. So it doesn't matter if you're a startup or a Fortune 500 company, you need real-time alerts about critical website issues and customization of how you're alerted, whether it's via SMS, email, or your team's collaboration apps. Pingdom even tracks and analyzes your website's load time so you can see what's affecting the user experience. Look, if you have a website, you need Pingdom. Take charge of monitoring your site in minutes. Go to pingdom.com RelayFM right now to sign up for a 30-day free trial with no credit card required. Then when you sign up, use the code CONNECTED at checkout to get a huge 30% off your first invoice. Our thanks to Pingdom from SolarWinds for their support of the show and RelayFM iPhone reviews. They're in. Are out. <laughs> they're in, they're out, they're all around. I made, they're in, they're out, shake it all about, uh, so the <laughs> iPhone reviews are, are out. I've just basically this year consumed uh, video reviews only. I, I haven't read any written reviews yet because hmm. I've been reading other reviews, mostly by Federico. Have you... Yes, no, I know. You. I know. I know. I'm, 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 I'm working my I'm way kidding. through. I have made I a personal <laughs> pledge this year to read the entire iOS 15 review uh, because kind of you. because you made it shorter, which is what I wanted, so I could read it all. And I'm like, ha- I'm nearly halfway through now. And I'm gonna make it even shorter next year. I can tell you that. You so, know, I've written a couple of uh, a couple of haikus. Maybe you could get your iOS 16 review all the way down to a into a haiku. Now that would be incredible, especially if you worked on it for three months. Can you imagine? Haiku generator. So, Mike, you go on with the iPhone 13. I'm going to make a haiku for Steven. All right, awesome. So uh, the colors of the iPhone 13 overall seem nicer than the iPhone 13 Pro. I think we yep. already knew that, though. But it's, it, like, there's just, there's just the saturation of the iPhone 13 colors, like the blue the iPhone 13 blue is just so much better than the Sierra blue, in my opinion. The same goes for the Midnight. Just looks way better than the Graphite. Like, the the colors are just are better. And it's, it is, you know, this is overplayed now. We said it on this show like 20 times already in the last three weeks. I don't know why Apple refused to, to, to put cool, cool colors on the Pro lines. Like, mm-hmm. they just keep things really, like, muted, and I don't get it. Um, I didn't know this, like that the phones were a little bit thicker and heavier, and apparently this is battery related and probably camera related too. Yeah. A trade off I'm fine with. Like, okay, yeah. I mean, uh, I think you're going to get to this in a second, but all of these reviews talk about how bonkers the battery life is. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, if my phone is, uh, you know, half a millimeter thicker or whatever it is, and a little bit heavier in my pocket, like, uh, but I get an extra two hours of battery life, like, okay, uh, I'm fine with that. I'm into it. Like uh, two two and a half hours extra battery life on a phone that has more than enough battery life already, which is the Pro Max. Like, yeah, I'll take it. Like, give me that. Uh, the smaller notch hasn't changed anything UI wise at all. Uh, which is, people keep saying they want the battery percentage. I don't care about the battery percentage. I used to. I don't. I don't anymore. I mean, they're so. It good. doesn't bother me anymore. No. Federico, do you care about the battery percentage? No, I always keep it turned off. Do you know what I think this is a this is a thing about having the big phone? Mm. 
Yeah. Like if I had an iPhone mini, I would probably really care about the battery percentage. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah, so but now I'm kind of just like, I ne- if I ever need to know, I just look in control center, but it's very rare that I need to know because my battery will always last me all day. And the yep. only time I ever need to know my battery percentage, my phone tells me, hey, you're 20%, you know? And then I go into low power yep. mode. Um, big. The camera bump's big. It's big. It's real big. Like it, it's like half the phone now. And I just don't know if it can get big. I feel like it can't get any bigger, right? Like we, I feel like yeah. just do the Pixel Six thing and just have a bar across the across yeah, the whole I mean, thing. The camera you know? bump is so big it should pay taxes. I mean, it, I wow! Oh, hey, oh. Look at this! Look at this guy over here. We got, oh. we got some <laughs> Apple related stand up going on. Yeah, mm. uh, I actually think like looking at it, it looks like it goes further than halfway. Like looking at the images, Tim Cook, more like Tim Crook. Am I right? Oh. Wow. Uh, uh, by the way, according to this website, writerhaiku.com, uh-huh. I have it. Okay. Okay, then <clears throat> please give it. Wait, what is this of? This is iOS 15? iOS 15, All yes. Right. So this is my new review. iOS 15, not so big. Changes in apps, not design. Maybe more next year. Oh, that's it. That's so, you know, that's so good. That's <laughs> Who needs any more than that, really? I mean, I could have done this years ago and saved me the trouble. iOS 15, not so big. Not so big. Changes in apps. <laughs> Not design. Maybe more next year. That's the best part. <laughs> it's kind of sad at the end. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. maybe next year. I don't know. I like the commas. I like the com- the commas I'm, I, I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Not so big. Yeah. <laughs> Not so big. Not yeah, so I'm big. a poet now. The so. keyboard bump. I, well, I, don't, I don't have these phones in hand. I'm not a reviewer. But the keyboard bump. I mean, <laughs> the keyboard bump. Tactile keyboard, That's baby. how big it is now. The keyboard bump, not so big. Uh, the camera bump. So like just, just looking at like the 12 mini case that came from my wife's, the 13 mini case that came from my wife's phone that I pick up on Friday, it's a lot bigger. Now on the Pro Max, it's not that much bigger. But I think on the, the non-Pro phones, it's going to be a, a more noticeable jump in terms of mm. uh, camera bulk. I mean, it doesn't bother me, really, but, like, it's just interesting, and I can't... I It's more just a thing of, like, I just can't imagine how it could... Like, it realistically could be bigger than this, but I guess we'll find out next year. Um, but the camera... I mean, but really, though, it seems like it was worth it because the ultra-wide looks way better. The macro photos look amazing. I can't wait to play around with that. Some reviewers were saying that, at the moment, it's not great because there's actually no macro mode like in the iPhones just switching itself, but Apple have already said that they're going to add this probably with 15.1, but they said with an upcoming software update. So you will be able to like manually switch into macro, whether that's going to be like a macro mode, or maybe it's like another one of the buttons with the, like the 0.5, 3X, that kind of thing. Yeah. So we'll Mm see. Um, Low light photos, apparently are much better. Night mode is sharper. The thing I am most excited about in the camera, which I don't think many people will be about AM, is photo profiles. So this is where you're able to actually tweak the images that are being taken based on and still take advantage of a lot of the stuff that Apple is doing with their image processing. Mm -hmm. But you can, like, for example, change the way that the camera takes images so they're more saturated or higher contrast. And you have some level of tweaking that you can do with that. Now, that when I take pictures of, say, um, 
I like when I travel places, I like to take pictures of buildings. This could have been in my uh, mood board. Takes pictures of buildings. I have like a very specific way that I like those images to look. And being able to get part of the way there in the camera, that excites me. Like being able to like increase, you know, the saturation of an image uh, before I've even taken the image so I can see it in the viewfinder. That is something that I'm pretty excited about. And I like that if you make tweaks, it saves them and you can just choose whether you want regular or to use a photo profile. So I think this is an awesome feature that I'm I'm really actually excited to play around with. I thought it was interesting in the in the Verge reviews, kind of the way they put it was like some people like the way the iPhone looks. A lot of people, including me, also really like the way the Pixel camera looks and others like what Samsung does. Yep. And and the way they kind of put it was now you can make your phone, your iPhone take pictures that are more like those other cameras, those other phones, because all of these have some sort of opinion in them. Apple's is they want to be as, as lifelike as possible. Samsung wants nice, punchy colors. The Pixel is kind of like moody in a fun way. And yeah, I think it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. There are also there are some limitations, right? It bakes it into the image, which I understand why based on how it works apple's like it's not a filter the internet's like it's a filter it seems like how it actually works is it is tweaking those things in the pipeline and still applying things like a sky should look like a sky a face should look like a face you know Mm -hmm. trying to balance it all out for you so uh, i agree with you i'm looking forward to playing with this and i think that their their methodology of set it and your camera just works this way like that's really really interesting to me that you can change all of your it doesn't feel very apple-y really it doesn't it doesn't right it's like you're changing how your phone works and i think that's very interesting it it kind of feels like oh don't worry we will help you take the good photos you don't know remember a couple of years ago the controversy for capture outside the frame oh yeah It, it reminds me of that like the phone is doing things on my behalf and I don't exactly have control over it, and it kind of feels strange. In fact, the following year they tweaked that option, and I think it's gone now. I'm not. I think they changed it. We had a whole episode on this show about capture outside the frame, and we still didn't manage to quite explain it with the iPhone it's 11. Incredibly confusing. What was the thing that turned it off? A setting. No, but there was like if you if you decide if you used your phone a certain video, way, maybe maybe no, 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 it was if you turned on the sweater mode, right? I th- it was yeah. something like that. If you turned on uh, what was it? What was that actually called? Deep fusion. Deep fusion. I forget what it was. There was something that if you if you turned it one setting on, it meant you couldn't use capture outside the frame anymore. And yeah, it, the Discord will catch up with us. They say they say I'm right. Oh, you know what it was? Sorry, it was if you if you had capture outside the frame on, Deep Fusion wouldn't work. That's yeah, right. We had the it opposite backwards. way around. You're right. Yes. And there you go. You could only use Deep Fusion if you turned off capture outside the frame. That's right. Which just like conceptually makes no freaking sense why these two things exactly. fight against each other. And now the so there's the settings have been changed. So if you go to settings camera, in the composition section, it's now called view outside the frame, which I'm not really sure what it does. Like it went from capture to view outside the frame. Maybe I guess that's it's just, just you, you know pre- like sometimes the, the little preview. 
that you get. Yeah, it the 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 camera UI goes away. Yeah. To kind of show you if you if you use the ultra wide here, it will give you this different type of thing. But yeah, I the cinematic mode for me feels like the first like pro feature that I feel like I could appro- like approach because all of the raw stuff is too confusing for me. But I feel like it's it's like part of the way there. It's it's being able to manipulate the data that the camera can is is taking in in a way that seems simple and that I could take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Where pro raw and that kind of stuff, it's just too confusing for me, and I don't really know what I'm doing with it. But I do have an idea for how I want images to look, and that apps like Visco and even Apple's photo editing tools can help me do. I like the idea of being able to go part of the way towards the look that I'm after in the viewfinder of the camera. That is, is pretty exciting to me, honestly. And that feels like Apple flexing its silicon a little bit of like, no, we don't have to do this afterwards. You're looking through the viewfinder in real time and we're doing this just as you point your camera around. Seems like a pretty intensive thing. I think it's, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's an A15 feature only for that, for that reason. Cinematic mode. Uh, this is portrait mode, right? Like it, in the sense of like, you can use it. It's kind of janky. It's probably going to get better in the future. Like it, it just. Fit, I mean, it is portrait mode for video in a way with with some more cool stuff. But like portrait mode originally was like, okay, there's a lo- bunch of problems with this, but you can kind of see it and it might get better. And at this point, portrait mode is fine. Right, like we know the issues that remain with it. Like if you wear glasses, it will cut your glasses off. But portrait mode is just like I use it now. Uh, it works, and it's and it and you can get really great images out of it. I expect cinematic mode is going to be the same. You know, some reviewers said it's fun. Some reviewers say this is useless. Uh, I I'm gonna take a bunch of video with it when I get my phone because I want to play around with the editing afterwards because that seems kind of fun. Um, but it's also like, you know, it's restrained to 1080p, all that kind of stuff. Like it's definitely a 1.0. And it's funny really because it feels like this would have been the feature that's like coming later. You know, like they they always have like one of those features is like coming later. Uh, but cinematic mode is here. Promotion is apparently amazing. I can't wait. Like I, I stand by the fact that this is going to be the thing that people are going to be like, oh yeah, you, this is why you want that phone. And and it can't re- we can't really talk about it until lots of people have it or you can go into a store and look at it because no YouTube video can show you the experience of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just convinced that it's going to look so good and it's going to be much better than on a larger screen because you, it just tends to work better on a smaller screen. And I'm convinced it's going to be better than any Android phone because Apple scrolling was already so good. So I'm so excited for for this. I'm I'm super pumped for this phone. Like I'm I'm really into it. Like this is the, the it's got a couple of features to it that I'm very very excited about. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Text Expander from our friends at Smile. Text Expander removes the repetition out of work, so you can focus on what matters most. Say goodbye to repetitive text entry, spelling errors, and trying to remember the right thing to say. When you use Text Expander, you can say the right thing in just a few keystrokes. It's better than copy and paste, and better than scripts and templates. Text Expander snippets allow you to maximize your time by getting rid of repetitive things you type while still customizing and personalizing your messages. Best of all, it can be used on any platform, in any app, anywhere you type. 
So take your time back and increase your productivity. I've got so many things in Text Expander. I, I don't even think about them anymore. I don't know how to type my email. I just type semicolon SRF and my Stephen at relay.fm email comes out. Same with addresses, same with common links I need to send people. So if someone has a question about how to do something in the membership program, uh, I've got a bunch of those in there. Just uh, things that I type more than three or four times end up in Text Expander. I really can't use my computer without it. As a listener of Connected, you get 20% off your first year by visiting textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more and to sign up. That's textexpander.com slash podcast. Our thanks to Text Expander from Smile for their support of the show and Relay FM. So Federico, as soon as you published your iOS 15 review, the big one, not the haiku, you mm. immediately had to get to work on an iPad mini review. Yes, that's how it went. I So as I was wrapping up my iOS um, and iPadOS 15 review last week, I you know I, I was editing the review last week and then I got an iPad mini. I got a nice box from Apple with an iPad mini, a base a new base model iPad, uh, an Apple Pencil second generation, an Apple Pencil first generation, a smart keyboard folio, and a 5G SIM card. Um, and also a, a purple smart folio for the iPad mini. Uh, You've been spending was, a lot of time with the uh, new iPad? Yeah, yeah. In fact, I actually unboxed it today. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I literally did not remove it from the box. Uh, so I realized that obviously... Time-wise, I would have to just focus on one of them, and mm -hmm. it was pretty clear that I was going to write about the iPad Mini yeah. because it was the device that I think a lot of people were expecting. I know that a lot of our readers were looking forward to that, um, and I know that I was also looking forward to that myself because I've been waiting for this iPad Mini. Right? We've been talking about it. Like, imagine when we're going to get an iPad Mini that looks like an iPad Pro, and like it was one of like I was actually anticipating this iPad mini more than an iPhone 13, honestly. Um, just because I'm, I'm also like, I'm going to use this a lot. And so, yeah, so basically what I did was I received this Thursday morning, not Friday, as some people said on Twitter. Um, I got it on Thursday morning and I got to work immediately. And so what I would do was I was going to edit the review during the day uh, on the big iPad Pro, and then at night I would read my own review on the iPad Mini. And I tried to, you know, relax, play some games on the iPad Mini as well, but, you know, uh, not so not so long because I also needed to finish the review. And uh, then I wrote the introduction of the iPad Mini review on Sunday? Monday? And then the whole thing yesterday, basically. Mm. I'm pretty happy with it. Uh, I I, it's one of those easy reviews, right? You, I knew what I was going to say. Um, I had an idea of what this iPad was going to look like. Yeah. I knew the sort of angle that I wanted to take, which is I don't have time to do. And also, I think it's kind of boring to do like a tech specs review. Oh, this iPad mini, the battery life. I mean, mm -hmm. Nobody cares about this. I mean, not that nobody cares, but, you know, it's not how I like to write. What no I wanted to, to write was talk yeah, about talking life. about... Yeah. Exactly. Or the A15 and the Bind chip, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's fine. You know, it opens Safari, it opens books, and you can watch YouTube and play games. Done. Um, what I wanted to write was about the experience of like, okay, so a small iPad. What kind of, per first of all, like my question was, what kind of person are you reading this review? Um, are you 
a Mac user? Are you an iPad Pro user like myself? Uh, do you have an iPhone? I assume you do. Um, where the, does this iPad mini fall in the lineup for you? And what sort of role does it fill? You know, uh, wh what's the purpose of this small device? And, you know, the limitations that it has, do they have an impact on what I was planning to do with this iPad mini? So that was my angle. Take mm -hmm. the iPad mini and write about why would I want to use this instead of the iPad Air? Why would I want to use this instead of my iPhone? How does it compare to the big iPad Pro, the M1 with the XDR display? And how does it compare to the old iPad mini? So that was my angle. And then a bunch of like miscellaneous thoughts at the end, uh, like I always do. So that was my approach. I think it's the right approach. I feel like you said, we kind of knew what this iPad was going to be, right? A small iPad Pro or a small iPad Air. What, ma what it made me think of is, you know, back in the day, the iPad Air and the iPad Mini for a while were basically the same. Just choose your size. I think that was in the iPad Air 2 era, maybe. And over time, they've drifted apart. But the thing that uh, that excites me about it, a pre-ordered one, it'll get here on Friday, is uh, the way you talk about it kind of fitting in places that the big iPad doesn't. Mm. And yeah. I wonder if you could maybe talk a little bit about where those places are for you. The obvious one was reading. Uh, reading books, reading articles in, in Safari that sort of stuff. And I mean, I, I, you can do that with the big iPad Pro, right? Um, the, the big iPad Pro, it's still a tablet. You can still take it out of the Magic Keyboard and you can use it as a tablet. You cannot hold it with one hand. Um, I don't know, maybe Andre the Giant maybe could have held the <laughs> big iPad Pro with, with one hand, but I cannot do that. You, I like to use my iPad Pro as a tablet, but usually I just place it on my lap when I'm, you know, sitting on the sofa or something and I'm just using the iPad Pro as a tablet. But when I want to read something in portrait mode, that's a big and large iPad. And that was my the, sort of the first problem that I identified and sort of, obviously the iPad mini is a much better device for this because it's super lightweight, right? Uh, it's kind of strange when you think about it, how it weighs 70 grams more than an iPhone 12 Pro Max. And I also, as I also wrote in the review, I like to use the iPad mini when usually when I'm in bed and I want to read something before I go to sleep. I hold the iPad mini without a case on because I don't like how flappy the smart folio is in the back. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of like how it moves around and it jiggles around. So I just take it out of the case and I just hold the iPad mini. But I never remove the case from, from my iPhone. And so if you consider how the, I always use the 12 Pro Max with a leather case on. The weight difference goes down to 40 grams before the, between the iPhone 12 Pro Max and the iPad mini. And additionally, the 12 Pro Max, because of the weight distribution in the device, it feels like this little, little dense brick that you're holding. And even though the iPad mini is technically heavier than the iPhone, feels lighter because of how the weight is distributed across the iPad mini. So it's a very, like, it's nice to hold and use, and it's super lightweight. Now, the big problem, obviously, when it comes to saying, okay, I use an iPad Pro during the day, it's got this beautiful display, um, XDR, excellent colors, I switch to an iPad mini at night, and the screen kind of sucks, right? And yes, it does. I mean, I had a comparison photo in the review and you watch, like, you watch a TV show, you watch a movie on the big iPad Pro and you do the same in the iPad mini. 
and the colors are just terrible. It's washed out. It doesn't have the deep blacks of the XDR. You can go take a look at that photo yourself, which I took with night mode disabled. So it's exactly what you see in the picture. Um, but the thing is, if I want to use an iPad Pro in bed to watch movies or TV shows like that, I have to prop it up somehow, right? Either I, I, I use a magic keyboard on my lap or I switch to a smart folio and I try to pop it up without having it tip over, you know, um, on my bed. But at that point, the question is, if, I'm, if I have to hold this large tablet in bed, why, should I, why can I not just watch a movie on the TV in front of me? So the trade-off is you're leaving behind the XDR and those excellent colors. But with the iPad mini, a couple of nights ago, I watched, I caught up on Ted Lasso. I watched three episodes of Ted Lasso just holding the iPad mini in landscape mode in front of my <laughs> face. And it was excellent. I mean, it, 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 that's the kind of thing that you can do with the iPad mini. So even though you're making a compromise on the screen quality, on the image quality, you are gaining the fact that this is an iPad bigger than a phone, right? That you can hold for hours at a time without feeling your like your hands are about to fall off. So it's a decision that you got to make. But to me, this is the kind of iPad where I know that there are some compromises that I have to accept. But what I get in return is a super portable iPad that is like the word delight I used a lot in my review. And it really feels like that. Like it's a delightful little thing that lets you use iPadOS anywhere you want, and you can just hold it with one hand, which is not something that you can do with the Air, not something you can do with the Pro 12.9. Is this a content consumption iPad? For most people, yes. Not, okay, you can use this as a, I, saw, I quickly skimmed Jason's review. Uh, I saw that Jason uh, edited uh, a story and, and a podcast episode on the Mini. Mm -hmm. You can prop it up with the keyboard and you can get it done for sure. I, I was editing, I was reading my own iOS review on it. It's obviously not optimized for that, right? Um, it, it, because also the, the software is, keyboard in landscape the, yeah, takes up the, basically the entire so, display, right? Exactly. The software keyboard yeah. in landscape takes up the whole display also because in landscape is it's shorter than before because of the different aspect ratio of this iPad. So you can get it done. You just got to be uh, aware of the fact that split view, it, you know, it's pretty cramped and small. Slide over is even smaller. Mm -hmm. Try and use something in slide over in landscape mode on the iPad mini. It's a uh, quite, it's quite comical, really. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this is kind of like, like where the iPad Pro is a landscape iPad. It feels like from reading yours and Jason's reviews that really this is a portrait iPad and that you can do a bunch of stuff on it, but the majority of the time you're probably going to use this in portrait mode if you're not watching video or playing games. Yeah, which yeah, is interesting. I agree. It is it, also because like they made it taller, right, than before. And yeah. it feels like they know that this is an iPad you're going to use most of the time in portrait mode. Not just you're if you're stuff. reading reading yeah, stuff reading but stuff. even like if you're sketching right you're holding right. it in portrait mode and it feels right. like a piece of paper uh, like a mm -hmm. little sketchbook that you're writing on it's also optimized for that so it yeah. does feel like you you put it exactly right the ipad pro is a landscape ipad this one is a portrait ipad and that is also another factor as to why i can use two ipads right 
uh, and they are still iPads. They run the same OS, but they produce these wildly different experiences. Hmm. You know, on the iPad Pro, it's all about multitasking and the keyboard and split view and multi-window, multi-column. On the Mini, it's more of an old-school iPad, which is one app at a time, sort of the old saying, it becomes the app you're using. You know, it's a book, it's a browser, it's, you know, it's an RSS client, it's a game. That sort of, that sort of experience, yeah. So, uh, hilariously to me, um, the 11-inch iPad Pro is still thinner than this one. I find mm-hmm. that very funny. It's just funny. Like, I just, it's like, because my favorite fact, I say this all the time, people probably hate it by now. The 11 inch iPad Pro is the thinnest iOS device ever made. Um, it used to be both iPad Pros, but the 12.9 got thicker yep. this last time. So the 11 inch is still thinner. Um, looking at the images of the old and new mini side by side is wild. Looking at yeah. the two of them next to each other. Yeah. Uh, because it's, it's like the screen is so much bigger, but it's physically smaller. Yeah, I find that really interesting, and it also as wild to me that the iPad Mini is you said like it's forty one grams heavier than your twelve Pro Max in a case. Yeah, which I guess with the thirteen Pro Max, that's going to be twenty grams of difference. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and the iPhone still feels heavier because it's it's dense, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's more. It's a smaller physical object, so the weight is all, in you know, constrained to that smaller object. So it feels heavier. I think you call it perceived lightness in the mini in the in the review. Relative which I, I lightness. Really, relative. Yeah. That's it. Re- which I really like that as a term because it is important and it's hard to explain. Yeah. But yeah, the, the, it's kind of like the physical size of something, the way the weight is balanced, where the weight is. Uh, yep. All that kind of stuff. It makes a very, very big difference to how you use it. Because, like, similarly, like the the twelve point nine inch iPad is not that much physically bigger than the eleven. It's bigger, but it's not. But like it, that is impossible to hold with one hand. Where yep. the eleven isn't. Like it's comfortable, not mm-hmm. as much as a mini would be, but you can you can hold it in one hand. But like I don't like even propping up the twelve point nine. Uh, with one hand like it you know like just hold, like resting it like it doesn't feel very comfortable but the 11 mm-hmm. does um so it's it's interesting how these devices kind of feel uh yeah 326 ppi yes yes you can tell the difference from the ipad pro yeah, you can tell if you look at text up close, you can totally tell the difference. Where uh, I I was doing a bunch of tests with articles on Mac stories on six colors and on a, on a, on on a bunch of on on Apple.com too, and uh, you can tell if you get real up close that uh, text is kind of blurry uh, on the on the lower display density devices. Uh, it's it's one of the other niceties of this device, right? Where text is super sharp and it kind of Somebody asked a question about this um, when I did the live stream today. Like, does it make up for the lack of promotion? It doesn't really make up for it uh, because when you scroll, when you uh, switch apps, when you navigate pages, that lack of promotion hits you right away. So the text, yes, when you're just looking at text and you're not scrolling, you're not doing anything, it's much sharper, it's crisp, it's nice to see. But then you scroll and you move around and you can tell that that 60 hertz refresh rate is there. And uh, it's, Mm. you know, uh, it's one of the things like when I use this, 
I immediately noticed that it's not ProMotion, that it's not XDR. So um, still, it comes down, you know, I come back to, to that argument of, is this a trade-off that is fine for you to accept? And ultimately, I think the, port the portability of it, it, it's what makes it worth it, that I think. That screen density, the 326 PPI, is not new. It comes from the fact that yep. this... Uh, this density was what the iPhone was at in the the sort of original Retina series of phones were 326 PPI and the iPad Mini and, 2 when it with Retina yep. picked that up and yes. and so everything is slightly smaller in the term of uh, points I'm gonna get that backwards probably forgive me but things are, are physically smaller on the screen but you have a higher uh, screen resolution and the big yeah. ipads have been at whatever they're at for 264 long, at 264 forever that's from the yeah. ipad 3 i think i don't think they've ever changed that so i think so yeah. yeah the ipad the ipad mini is a little bit of an outlier and its screen is really better thought of as a big iphone screen and less of a small ipad pro screen yeah yeah and i also think it's interesting to to point out how the adoption of the liquid retina display went a little differently between the iPad Pro and the iPad mini. In the case of the iPad Pro, in 2018, when it first moved to the you know, liquid retina, quote-unquote, edge-to-edge design, the iPad Pro got physically smaller than the previous 12.9, but the screen stayed the same. In the iPad mini, it got physically smaller but the screen got bigger and it kept the same display density. So I, I think that's a fascinating approach that Apple took here, which is keeping the same display density, but stretching the screen vertically so that it's taller and a bit narrower, I believe, what is it, the difference on the horizontal side, 48 pixels, mm -hmm. um, uh, less than the old iPad mini, but 218 pixels more on the vertical side. So the the fact that it's narrow, you barely notice. I had some screenshots in the review showing like, oh yeah, in Safari on the old iPad mini, you see a bunch of extra pixels for tabs, but 280 pixels more on the vertical side, you see more text. So that's uh that's the nice the nice thing about this new display is that it lets you see more text, which again, it's made to be used in portrait and it's ideal for reading stuff, mm -hmm. and I guess playing games in in landscape. But I also pointed pointed out this in the review. Uh, all the Apple Arcade games that I tried on the Mini, they were letter boxed. Oh, they no. had black bars. They had the black bars around them. I assume that... This is the same some, as the 11. Si yeah. Maybe some yeah. updates will come out on Friday when the iPad mini launches officially. Uh, but yeah, all of them were letterboxed. Because it's technically a different... Not technically. It is a different screen size, right? Like shape. Yeah, different aspect ratio. Because this is the same with the 11 inch. Like the 12... When the, when the iPad Pro came out, the 12.9 inch could deal with it fine. Like it was even with the rounded corners, it wasn't an issue. Well, maybe it was a little bit of an issue, but it wasn't that bad. But the 11-inch, people had to, like, they had to resubmit their apps built for that device because but, it was a new screen shape, I guess. But here's the thing. Apps were not letterboxed. Just games. Hmm. 
I think games struggle harder because yeah. they can't, they're, they're not they're not able to take advantage of the like adaptive like, UI stuff. I don't yeah. remember what it's called, size classes. I don't think yeah. games can can take advantage of that in the same way because it's mostly video assets and stuff, right? So they, yeah. it, it seems like you know in in history it's not been incredibly difficult for a lot of developers to rebuild for that. But so according to Vita, if you build the app with Xcode thirteen release candidate, the letterboxing goes away. Oh, there you go. Okay, so. So just uh, just a case of people updating their applications. Yeah, uh, I really loved it. one of this line from towards the end. Uh, I think it's in your conclusion, says, which is kind of ironic coming from me. I can finally say I prefer using an iPad as my non-primary computer, except of course <laughs> that my main computer continues to be a twelve point nine inch iPad Pro. <laughs> so there's so many people that are like, oh, you know, I I also use an iPad, but my main computer is my MacBook or my iMac. But now it's like your your main computer is a twelve point nine inch iPad Pro, and you also use an iPad Pro as your non-main. Like I just like that idea. Like I just wanted to say to that me. I thought it was funny. It's like yeah, this is my non-primary computer, except that the primary computer is also an iPad but that's the, oh, it's just like what will people thing. say it's like yeah I have an iPad or yeah I use an iPad you can be like yeah I have an iPad I use it with my iPad <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, let me yeah, sit down uh, my so, iPad and get my other iPad out so yeah it was a fun review to put together I really love the mini I, I think anybody who's excited about it should be because it's really good it's really Can't it's wait. a really it's really nice object to hold um it's obviously smaller than the iPad Pro you're used to. It's smaller than the Air. Multitasking isn't great on it, but watching videos, playing games, reading stuff, catching up on Twitter, catching up on RSS, like all of these single app activities, I think you're going to love it. Uh, I wanted to give a bit of follow-up. So tomorrow, which is Thursday the 23rd, uh, a podcast that I do with Austin Evans um, called The Test Drivers. We have an interview with Tom Boger and Stephen Toner from Apple about the iPad Mini. Oh, nice. Um, one thing I'll say, I asked them what Starlight is. So if you want to hear Apple's response to what is Starlight, check it out. <laughs> so that's going to be episode 40 Finally, of The Test Drivers. the truth will be revealed uh-huh. on The Test Drivers. Uh-huh. Looking forward to that. The big what is Starlight? answer. Big answer to the Starlight question. Okay. This episode of Connected is also brought to you by StoryWorth. Lots of us have that one relative we're super close to. You might speak to them a bunch. You might speak to them so much that you could take a pretty good guess at what they're doing right now. They're probably listening to Connected. But have you ever thought about how, even though your relationship goes back for years, maybe your entire life, there are likely aspects of their life you still don't know much about. Things that just don't come up in everyday conversation. So you want to learn more about that relative, you need StoryWorth. It's the online service that helps loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. Every week, StoryWorth emails a different story prompt, questions you've never thought to ask, like, what is one of the strangest things that's ever happened to you? Or what's a small decision that made uh, a really big impact on your life? And this is my favorite thing about StoryWorth it really does come up with questions that not only you wouldn't think of yourself, but are really thought-provoking for the person answering them. So you get all these really rich answers out of these really good questions. StoryWorth is a meaningful way to record your loved one's stories in their own words, and there's no shortage of surprises. Then, after a year, StoryWorth will compile every story, including any photos, into a beautiful keepsake book, which is shipped for free. And you can order multiple copies for siblings, children, and other relatives. 
StoryWorth is a meaningful gift you and your family can treasure forever. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash connected and you'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash connected for $10 off. Our thanks to StoryWorth for the support of the show and Relay FM. iPad OS and iOS 15. I did that in the wrong order, but it's, you know what I'm talking about, but nobody ever says it that way around. But nevertheless, here we are. The 15th edition of iOS and what the third edition of iPad OS mm-hmm. is, is now available uh obviously federico has written a big review he spoke about the review uh as well on app stories so if you want to get more detail about what's actually in those you can go check that out i thought maybe the three of us could kind of just talk about a little bit i think maybe me and steven more because it's newer to us uh some of the stuff but i guess some of the things that we wanted, i wanted to talk about today were like apps and stuff that have come out since mm-hmm. um which we may not have had that much um time with i think the the best thing that i have found well not 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 that i unearthed it myself but <laughs> uh, my favorite Breaking thing news. so far there we go is uh the one password safari extension yeah that's it's good. so good oh man i love it I, I didn't think i was gonna like it as much as i do but having everything just there rather than needing to like Oh, you need a one-time password? Well, you've got to leave the app or you've got to do something. Like, it's all just like everything's there. It's so much easier. Um, I think, Federico, did you say you turned off some of the autofill stuff? Yeah, I turned off iCloud Keychain. And now I can just Um, use one password. Um, If you turn off the... I think Apple should do something about this. If you turn off password autofill for one password... So it just works with the extension, then it turns it off in all your other apps. And so if you're in a an application and want to log into an account that's in one password, it doesn't show up above the keyboard. And Safari View Controller seems to not have access to the extension too, right? Uh, yes, I believe the that is uh, because those are like separate processes. So I would like for that to be cleaned up a little bit. I think most people who come across a web extension will be people using password managers, and it feels. Like there's too much overlap right now between the old and new systems. Yep. But it's so good. It is good. And on the iPad, you get the little icon in the toolbar in the in the like in the address bar. Yeah. Just like yeah. a excellent uh, the real computer. That's the whole thing of, of extensions. You can get like pop ups and all kinds of UIs on the iPad, but on the iPhone it's always that little like sheet from the bottom of the screen that yeah. you get. Uh, can we talk about how bad the puzzle icon is? So what's this thing with the puzzle icon? It just it looks you... bad. It's just a bad puzzle piece. Okay. Is there so a you good obviously, puzzle piece? You obviously have a, have a lot of puzzle piece thoughts. I do. I think that my main complaint is that it, there's not enough uh, open space. Like the, It's just like the puzzle, the little horns on the puzzle piece. I know there's real names for this. Don't, don't at me, puzzle people. Puzzle uh, people. It, is, it, could, it could look more puzzly. The, the, the piece that goes in, that's called a puzz. And no, it's the not. part that sticks out is called a zil. You're making that up. <laughs> I'm not making it up. Where yes. do you think they got the name yes, for? Yes, you're making that the up. Puzz and it's, it's called a puzz and a zil. Did you say the zil? The zil? No, zil. It's like Z-L-E. Zil. You got the puzz and the zil. P-U-Z and Z-L-E. That's how it works. The puzz. The puzz and the yeah, zil. That's, that's, what, that's what that is. You're the puzz to my zil. That could be yeah. that <laughs> puzzles to Mike's mood board. Uh, yeah. so, so that could all be better. Uh, there I are just some... don't understand why it needs to be a puzzle piece at all. Yeah. 
Because it's an extension in your... But that's not a puzzle Wait, piece. What do, what do puzzles extend? Misery. <laughs> the, it's a puzzle because like... It's because it's a it's a puzzle in addition to Safari. No, I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know. Love I don't it. Know. I don't know why don't it's know. a puzzle piece. That doesn't make any sense to me. Um, but I like it. Can if can you boys tell me about other extensions yes. that I should be looking I'm into? I'm gonna tell about all the. Look, we're gonna give you a list of extensions. You gotta try them all. Okay. All right. So Stephen, okay. your your go first. Okay. I will go with Pipifier, which will picture mm-hmm. in picture any video in Safari. How much? What? Where are you coming across videos in Safari? Mostly just the Wall Street Journal website. But it's a, but if you <laughs> you know if you're one of those people hey, who know. like don't want the YouTube app because you think Google's following you or something, uh, yeah. you can get picture in picture there. They definitely are. It's just about whether it's a problem for you. <laughs> you know, I, I don't consider it a problem for you. But uh, what else? Okay, so one password we already mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You okay? You want to block Google AMP search results, right? Well, yes. do I? Just like Mr. Vitici in the New York Times. Yes, Mr. Vitici in the New York Times. That's oh, a throwback. Yeah, I forgot about Somebody that. will That's paste funny. the link. Um, so why do I want to do this though? Why do I why do I Do you do like Google AMP results and the fact that they hide the real link of a page? I mean they could just have the thing at the top and get the link. But why that's okay, so you don't have a lot of AMP thoughts. So that's unfortunate. <laughs> Not really. I don't. Okay. I know, that, if, I know so for, that this upsets all of my friends a lot. Like, this is one of those things. Every now and then, something, like, gets everybody real mad, and I have zero opinion about it. AMP is fine. one of those things, but... That's how I feel about most things. But AMP, it really amps me up. If you hey, like. yo. I'm good so, today. You're very wow. good today. It's because you're done with the review now. So now yeah. 100% of your brain doesn't <laughs> yeah. can like just be here on the show. You're not like writing yeah. the review in the back of your head. You know, my brain is on is is all japes right now. So okay, but japes. if you were if you were to care about AMP, if one was right? to care, yeah, two extensions I recommend. One over amped. Do I need both of them? No, just one. But you can pick and choose the one you prefer. Which was the best one? Choose your children. Choose between your children, uh, which is the best one. If you're gonna make me do this, I want a good. I want the best one. Okay. Uh, I feel <laughs> knowing you, you're uh-huh. gonna like Amplosion more, uh, okay. which is the one by Christian Selig, the maker of Apollo. For Reddit. oh, but I don't use Apollo, so you don't well, but need <laughs> it for you don't need <laughs> yeah, Apollo. I only want to say that because Apollo is another one of these things where everyone's like, I know. But it's like, no, I don't use it. I don't like it. But okay. Me personally, I think I prefer overamped, but okay. knowing you, I think you what prefer you Amplosion. You're more of you're more of a visual person, right? We have established. Why do I need that. visuals? Because there's read. like a, a Tamagotchi like game in the settings of this app. Are what? you being serious? Okay. I won't get it right now. I want it right now. <laughs> See? Right. I mean, you want me to make recommendations? Don't question them, okay? But you got to tell me. You got to tell me no. why. You can't just be like knowing you. No, blind faith. That's how Max Stories works. Blind faith? <laughs> wow. Like, you must submit to Max Stories. <laughs> the one true John okay. demands your allegiance. <laughs> <laughs> I've given my allegiance to one true John today. Uh, no, I spent an hour on uh, a, a Discord call with John today trying to get them the two of these 
chucklehead set up for uh, streaming well, okay. to, to twitch wait did they wait to the day of to get it to work yeah that's why they're chuckleheads i mean i was writing my review until 4 30 a.m last night what do you want from me uh, well i'm just saying you're a couple of chuckleheads and, and i helped you out because without me thank you without me it was gonna be a disaster <laughs> let me tell yes. you that when yes. I, they gave me a test today like hey can you see this right now and <laughs> federico was exploding out of the speakers and john could hear himself there, there was a point where i was on the phone with john trying to work this out and we got into just the worst feedback loop in a way that neither of us will ever know how it happened because <laughs> anyway it was we had a real time today but yeah. we got it working i'm gonna send you a box of chocolates to, to make up for <laughs> thank you for no your no, no dude the way you repay me is just telling me the apps to download okay so amplosion uh that one you need so you like dark mode don't you so i've i've, I've tried this app noir right yeah noir and yes it was doing things that i didn't want and i was a bit confused by it so yeah like, because it you, was okay off, but yes. still affecting the color of some elements of a web page and I didn't understand why. Okay, so you you gotta tweak the settings, and you want okay. to enable. Um, there's like different ways that you can go about it. Which is like, if a website has a dark mode, don't do your custom thing. If a website doesn't have a dark mode, do it, but only when I switch to dark mode myself. That's there's a couple of ways that there are two settings, okay. and you need to play around with those, right? Okay. So, um, but yeah, it's really good when it works. It's really good. Uh, now, this one, Mike, I think you're going to love it. You're based in Europe. We all know that. Go no, on the App Store. <laughs> search for... No, you, you super don't, look, Brexit did not change geography. <sighs> I know. It's Americans, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, Super Agent for Safari. What this extension does, it blocks the cookie notices <gasps> on websites. No! Okay? Why don't you tell me this one first? (laughs) (laughs) Super agent for Safari. Okay. Uh, Then. This is everything I want. uh, Okay. So uh, we have also established that you don't watch videos in Safari. So No, uh, I do. But they're all YouTube videos. I'm just not sure. So, okay. So maybe Steven will appreciate this more. Vidimote. V-I-D-I-M-O-T-E. Vidimote. This gives you like global controls especially on ipad it's very nice you get this pop-up with all kinds of controls for all kinds of videos like playback speed skipping backward and forward um it's very nice it's like global video controls for any video on a web page wait what does this super agent do i feel like i can't configure it all what is it doing it just blocks the cooking notices Oh, you just leave it. You don't have to do anything. It's just no. You don't. Thing. You don't have to. No, you don't do anything. You just turn it on. You give it access, and you're done. That's uh, oh, amazing. But, yeah. Uh, the last one I want to mention. Maybe Mike will like this. Maybe. So I don't know if you're familiar with this. Is a start page extension. It's called Momentum. So this is a popular custom start page on desktop, and it's now on iPhone and iPad too. The reason you will like it. It's got Todoist integration. So Mm. you can have a custom start page. You can turn off, like they have a set of like default background photos. So this takes over the Safari start page, okay? When when you open a new tab, you get a custom one instead. 
If you are a Plus subscriber to Momentum, you can upload your own wallpapers or your own photos, and it cycles through those. So now when I open a new tab, I got photos of Zelda and Ginger as background, which is nice. And there are a bunch of modules that you can configure. You can have like quick links, you can have search engines, you can have a little box that shows you your tasks from Todoist, you can have a world clock, so that when you open a new tab, you see times around the world, and you can configure all of this. You can, you can also have like things like your mantra or inspirational quotes, you know, that kind of mm. stuff, which you can turn those off. I know that you're, you, you're not, uh, the po you don't strike me as the poetic guy, uh, which is fine because I also turn I, those I off. I like poetry. I just don't like inspiration. Yes, quotes inspiration. Yeah, but yeah. it's very nice how you can uh, like I set it up with background, my own background photos, to do its integration and a word clock, and it's very nice. And lastly, I have just one more, but I need to confirm the name. I don't think I want to see my Todoist tasks outside of Todoist. That just feels like upset. It feels upsetting to me. Hmm. I get that. There's an extension that I think I have it. Do I have it on the Oh my god, this this app is barking at me. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the uh, implosion app. It's barking. That's M Mr. Waffles, right? Okay. Mr. So, Waffles? Yeah, that's <laughs> the name. It. I love so, it. So, X Search for Safari. Ooh. This lets you set up custom keyboard shortcuts for search engines. What? Stuff like so, so you can do things like W and then you type, I don't know, uh, London and you search Wikipedia. Or you can type, it's like the, the shortcode syntax on DuckDuckGo, but in Safari for all kinds of search engines. And you can even have like these custom queries and stuff. It's very configurable and you can save a bunch of time if you set it up. So you can set up these shortcuts for all kinds of websites like the Internet Wayback Machine, GitHub, YouTube, all kinds of stuff. And you can set up custom um, keywords to activate those search engines. It's cool. Like I, can have an, I can have a shortcut for Amazon Italy and Amazon US, for example. Um, there, there are some other extensions like this. I saw Dan Morin on Six Colors recommend key, Safari keyword search. I think it's a similar concept. So you can pick and choose if you want, I guess. Um, I like this one myself. But yeah, these mm. are what the was that, What was that called, that, that one? X-Search. X-Search. Okay. One word. I'm playing around with and, things. And uh, that's... Uh, and I, I guess I can also mention the, the ones that I have that you, Mike, will not care about. Achoo HTML, also by Christian Selig, is also like a very good web inspector on iPhone and iPad. If you ever want to inspect HTML on web pages, uh, you can use that one beautiful icon too. Too bad you're never going to see the icon because it's an extension. Christian also made an open in Apollo extension. If you want to automatically redirect Reddit links to Apollo, which is nice. Oh, that's clever. Yeah, it's very clever. Huh. And uh, yeah. Man, there's are, a lot of these, the huh? That, yeah, it's... Uh, this is the, the like the category this year, right? Because basically nothing else is new in iOS. So a bunch of developers, given the absence of SharePlay, rightfully so, they have realized, well, I guess I'm going to make an extension, you know? Um, and it's nice. I spent a bunch of money like the other, like it reminded me of the old days of the App Store when there was like a new thing and you go in and you buy everything because you want to test them. 
Uh, some of those will not stick around, but it feels like a new way for developers to make money uh, with the, with these new features. Uh, it reminds me of the old days of extensions and widgets, you know, that kind of deal. This is really good though, because these are like genuinely useful too. It's, yeah. it's not just like a fun thing, right? Like this is like genuinely really useful stuff. So and super cool. Yeah, I'm into this big time. How yeah. cool. I'm trying I've tinkered with the night mode one. I have another one that maybe this is very specific, but so you do you use tab groups in Safari? I, I do, yes. Okay. Does it annoy you that when you open a tab group, maybe you switch to it after a while, uh the tabs are all from the day before, like they haven't been refreshed? I don't think I've noticed that. This is a problem for me because so this is a problem for me because I use tab groups as like, for example, I have a tab group called Italian News and it's just Italian news websites. But when I go mm-hmm. in, they, especially on the iPad Pro, they're always kept in memory. And so I'm getting like, I open the tab group and I switch to the first website and it's from the day before. And I got to go in and refresh each one of them. Uh, now I can just use this extension called Reload All Tabs for Safari that does exactly that. It reloads all tabs. So if you use tab groups like me, you can use this extension and reload all the pages that you've saved in a tab group, which is uh, convenient. But now I'm done for real. Um, nothing else. What about stuff on the iPad? You know, we got widgets on the home screen now. How are you mm-hmm. all liking that? I love it. I will say I'm a, I've surprised myself the fact that I have actually found multiple extra large widgets that I like. I did not think that I would like them or want to use them because it feels like that's surely too much space on the home screen taken up. But Timery, Fantastical, mm-hmm. and Carrot Weather. Timery isn't out yet. It will be at some point. Yes. They have a great that's extra large widget. Very good I do widget. this to, to, to Timery all the time, to Joe all the time. I feel like I get a pass. I talk about yeah. things that aren't in the app yet, but hey, it's good. It, be hype because the actual large widget in Timery is excellent if you're a Timery yes. user. It's a very smart way of creating one. The, or you could say it, it's excellent. Oh, I yes. I what just happened that. to you? You were me. Wow. He's working wow. at 125 percent today. That's what's wow. happening. Yeah. What's 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 happening to me? I don't know. This is post. This is post review, Federico. Uh, but <sighs> the 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 Fantastica one and the Carrot Weather one, they're like really great because it's like that. I always want to see more information about the stuff, so I'm using them on the on the home screen, uh, which is super cool. So I'm very happy about that. Especially better for me now that uh, now I know that I didn't know uh, until a couple of days ago that you can uh, you can you can rearrange your widgets and app icons in both portrait and landscape view and they're remembered independently mm-hmm. that is very cool and a very unintuitive feature of iPad OS 15 there are um, so many of those yeah yes yeah mm-hmm. yeah and so that's cool that that's there but yeah I really like the extra large widgets and just having widgets on the home screen is great but the extra large ones were a surprise to me now I'm seeing more developers update for it yeah, yeah. I was kind of hoping that I think Good Task has done this. Uh, so Good Task, the Reminders client, they've done a an Excel widget that lets you use the board mode, uh, sort of like the Trello Kanban mode that they have. It lets you use that, lets you view that in an Excel widget. And I was kind of hoping that Todoist would do that as well because they also have a board view 
um, setting for projects and filters and that kind of stuff. But they don't. They have an Excel widget for Todoist, but they don't have. They don't make it configurable so that you see the board mode with the sections and everything. Todoists. Widgets are so. I feel like they are lazy from a design standpoint. Yes. But they are pretty well done from like the configuration part. Like the features are good. Features are great. It's like they forgot to put any design on those widgets. Yeah. They're just lists, you know? It's like, here's three bullets. It's like, (laughs) okay. I mean, that's great for people that want that. But like, I would like maybe how many tasks I have for the day or like anything other than like, here's a task. Okay. Thank you, Todoist. I don't use the Todoist widgets because I think that they're really ugly. So yeah, I I do like I, I do like the the widgets on the iPad. I like the big widgets. Uh, I wanted to ask the two of you if you had any specific focus mode inspiration for me. Actually, let's save that. Let's save that because before we go today, we have to talk about quick note because we said we'd talk about quick note. Okay. Okay. And we can maybe save focus modes for for another episode. We can come back to some of this stuff. So who wants to go first with quick note? We all have things to say about quick note. Apparently, I just want to say that I love it, especially for the Safari integration. Uh, how you can highlight stuff on web pages and it saves the highlight with the text from the page and it keeps it linked and then you can search for that text in, in notes. I think it's really nice. I wish that I had that kind of integration in books for highlights. That's not supported. I mentioned today in my iPad mini review this EPUB reader called, called Yomu. That's Y-O-M-U. Uh, and it does what I want it, which is you highlight something in, in an ebook. And it supports quick note. So you make a quick you make a deep link for that annotation, which is what I want Apple to do in books. But otherwise, I'm I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I love quick note and I use Obsidian, but it's the kind of feature that like I it, it's very compelling as a as a notes user. Too bad that there's a bunch of other problems in notes, but yeah, I think it's really well done. My issue with quick note is that it's kind of really only an iPad feature, like really. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like I will be able to get enough use out of it until the feature set is expanded more broadly. And it does feel strange for that to be the case because most of the time the iPad is the device that doesn't get the feature, right? It's like either an iPhone feature or it's a Mac feature. And it may be the iPad's kind of supported by it. But like, you know, I just think that there's ways that they could do it for the Mac and the iPhone to to make it work better, really. Like the iPhone it kind of just doesn't exist at all. Apparently on the Mac it's like it doesn't it doesn't really it can't it does, at the moment at least doesn't really seem to be doing a lot of what the, makes it good on the iPad about being able to like collect up, you know, like I'm on this page or I'm in this part of the app or whatever. Yeah, a lot of that user session stuff isn't in Mac apps, especially AppKit apps. And so, yeah, on Monterey, it's maybe not not quite as useful. So I find that to be a shame. So I feel like I can't really give it the, the full use that I've wanted to because... I would feel like maybe I would be losing out the the functionality in other places, but I, I feel like I also need to just give it more of a go. I was kind of waiting to for like a lot of the apps that I use to to be updated to support it. Like I don't know if it has been yet, but like I was wanting Reader. Like Reader would be a really good one for me mm. because I very frequently go through my RSS and like add links to a note that like I'm like oh I'll read this later on for show prep. So, like, Reader is, like, a perfect one for me. I haven't checked if they've updated to, to support it yet, but but I hope that they do if they haven't. I don't think so. I don't I don't think Reader 
supports that maybe but i know you don't want to switch uh, uh i i'm sure that net newswire supports that already and maybe <sighs> lear which is l i r e um but i really me, like Rita though but uh, me too me too that's the problem hopefully we'll yeah. support it soon cuz i mean if Rita wasn't good you know what i mean then i would move but Rita's really good so I don't know what it is, but it's super good. Yeah, I always go back to Reader eventually. There's mm-hmm. something about it. And it's mm-hmm. one of those apps, like, there's something about it. I don't know what it is, but it's so nice. I hope that they support the, the this feature then for... Because it, it feels like for like these kinds of applications where you're already triaging through a bunch of information, being able to very quickly save stuff to a note is like it's kind of like perfect. So hopefully Reader will get that in the future. I still want to have... Like, I want to quick note my reminders. Like, I obviously, I mean, says the guy who made a plugin for Obsidian to have task manager and note-taking integration. But I really would like to put a reminder, like an, like an actual deep-linked reminder in notes and have that sort of integration. Some developers have done this. I think Things, Todoist, I believe they have quick note integration now. But imagine if Apple could do it. And imagine if Apple were to support quick in reminders and you will have like a special deep link with mm-hmm. a checkbox. Imagine if you could have a reminder Ooh, deep link and it has a checkbox check and you click nice. it in notes and you mark it as done. That would be good. That feels like Fluid Office or whatever it was called. Yes. You know? I mean, they are doing like this. Apple is already doing this custom deep links, like the Safari one. When you highlight text on a web page, developers can do that. That's an Apple only thing. So if they were to, or I mean, why not do an Apple Music quick note custom thing? Unless you which play has the music. A, that lets you play little the music. Little, little, little you know? Maybe, I don't know, maybe in the future. And Stephen, you said that all of this made you sad. I just, I just wish I could use it with Craft because I've moved everything there. And uh, I really like it. I don't want to move out of it. I'm not going to move out of it. So this is not a super useful thing for me. But at the same time, I don't really do this sort of work on my iPad. So uh, I feel like it's just not for me. It's yeah, cool. I think I'm glad they're doing note. it. But imagine in the future you will have default Quick Note apps and you can use Think instead. Imagine that. That would be cool. I mean, it's not too far-fetched, right? Uh, no. Maybe it is, though. I don't know. Who knows? Um, yeah. A little more follow-out. Sunday's MPU will be all about iOS and iPadOS 15, so David and I get into the, the weeds of that. I can't help but notice there's been no tvOS review, Mike. I haven't started it, because honestly, I forgot about it until two days ago. Okay. I completely forgot that that was a thing that I did, uh, but honestly, I think I could probably tell you real quick, uh, nothing except a couple of little tweaks and some new wallpapers. But let me look into it properly, and I'll get back to you. Because I 100% forgot that that was a thing that I apparently do every year. Yeah, well, you know, don't keep us waiting too long, or we're going to find a replacement. This is going to be my year where it's a month late. Okay, that's fine. We all get one, right? Yeah, you all get one. Okay. We all get one. I was on time last year. All right. You can be late. It's fine. I completely forgot <laughs> that this is a thing that I do. So, 
If you want to find links to the stories we spoke about, head over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 364. You can find us all online. Mike is on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E and catch us on his Twitch channel on Sunday as we attempt to upgrade an iPod together. You can find Federico on Twitter at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I, and he is the iOS reviewer-in-chief over at MacStories.net. You can find me online as ISMH and my writing at 512pixels.net. Don't forget to go donate, stjude.org slash relay. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Pingdom, Text Expander, and Storyworth. And until next time, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. Cheerio. Bye, y'all.